I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 160 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. Today I'm going to talk about the problem with power. Hello, hello. After a one-week hiatus, I am back behind the mic for another episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. Last week, I traveled up to the swamp of Washington, D.C. to hang out with my daughter, which um, is one legitimate good reason to go to Washington, D.C., by the way. But I did not have time to record an episode of the podcast. And, uh, you know, there was a time when I would have really obsessed over that. Like, I would have really just busted my rear end to try to get an episode in. I'm not going to do that. Uh, it's not good for my mental health. And um, so I am going to miss weeks from here uh, from time to time. Now, caveat, if a whole bunch of people go to patreon.com slash Head and sign up to be supporting listeners, I will become much more urgent about making sure I get an episode out every week. So if you want to support the show, that would be awesome. Uh, do that over at Patreon. Or you can go to my website, michaelmeharry.com, and there's some sponsors that you could support as well to help uh, help keep the show going. So do that. So let's get into the subject of today. I want to talk a little bit about political power and the problems with political power. Now, I'm going to set this up by talking a little bit about cancel culture. Conservatives generally hate cancel culture, right? They rightly decry it as a violation of the right to free speech. And uh, for a while, they were especially fond of calling people who were offended by certain words or ideas snowflakes. Now, the truth of the matter is there seem to be a lot of snowflakes uh, in conservative ink, uh, enough to make a giant snow drift, in fact. And the reality seems to be that conservatives, conservatives don't really hate cancel culture. They just hate it when they get canceled or when people try to cancel ideas that they approve of. Case in point, and I don't pay a lot of attention to presidential politics, but since I do live here in Florida, I can't help but run across news about Ron DeSantis from time to time. And apparently during the recent debate, he was lauding a plan to cancel a pro-Palestinian group on Florida college campuses. Ray Rodriguez is the head of the state university system here in Florida, and he announced a plan to ban a group called Students for Justice in Palestine. Uh, he said that a toolkit that the group released described the Hamas attack on Israel as, quote, the resistance, and, quote, unequivocally states Palestinian students in exile are part of this movement, not in, in solidarity with this movement. And he said that violated a Florida law against giving material support to terrorism. Now, I shouldn't have to say this, but I don't support Hamas. It's invasion, hostage-taking, Absolutely despicable. But you know what I do support? The right of people who support Hamas to say they support Hamas. 
In my view, the right to freedom of speech is absolute. And if I start trampling on somebody else's right to free speech, then that opens the door for them to trample on my right to free speech. And that's exactly the entire point that I'm driving at here in this podcast. Now, I kind of get it. I understand that there are certain things that we find despicable, and there are certain things that we would like to not be in public spaces. And, you know, I can kind of understand the impulse behind wanting to ban certain things. The problem is, is that nobody thinks that the things that they believe are the things that are worthy of banning, right? Um, it's what the other people are saying. They're saying bad stuff. My stuff is good stuff. But who decides what's good and bad, right? That's why we have to have freedom of speech. Um, and, and that kind of drives at the problem bigger picture. And that is both sides of the political spectrum resist government power when their team isn't in control. But as soon as they have power, they're all about using it. In fact, there's actually a big movement in conservative circles right now that is completely focused on gaining power and using it to crush the libs. You know, they actually want to expand government power in order to win as long as their guy has control of that power. And I've seen this a lot in Florida. People have really gotten behind Ron DeSantis because he's done certain things and said certain things relating to, uh, you know, the transgender stuff and, and all of that. He's been out there really hammering and fighting that, and they like it because that's cool. But they don't like it when some lefty is in office kind trying to make them stop saying things that they want to say. And there seems to be a disconnect here, but I, I guess they believe maybe that they're going to have power forever or something. I don't know. But I, I do kind of get that. You know, I, I I see the appeal, especially after the COVID stuff. It's like, you know, they're going to stick it to us. We got to get power and stick it to them. But it's never going to work big picture because you're just going to have more and more power. Power begets power. The problem really isn't this or that group or their ideas, right? I mean, sure, there are bad ideas out there, even dangerous ideas. But unless somebody has power to act on their ideas, ideas are just ideas. And I think they should be, you should be able to say it. The problem is power itself. And that's why it's so important to limit and divide and, and decentralize power. George Mason really hit the nail on the head. He said, those who have power in their hands will not give it up while they can retain it. On the contrary, we know they will always, when they can, rather increase it. So here's the ugly truth. Even if you like the short-term benefits you get from somebody in government power, like a Ron DeSantis right now, or if you're Somebody that leans toward the left, you know, when, when your guy has power, uh, when Barack Obama was using his pen and his phone. You like that, right? But you're always setting a precedent for more and more and more power in the future, and probably coming from people who don't care about your liberty. Mason understood that the more power you give people, the more they want and the more they'll use it for selfish ends. He said, quote, I fear the thirst of power will prevail to oppress the people. So power is dangerous. I don't care whose hands it's in. I don't care if you think you can trust this person with the power. You probably can't. And even if you can, they're not going to be there forever. Here's another truth. If you give government an inch to do this or that good thing, it's going to take another inch and then another inch and then another inch until eventually it has unlimited power. 
And I think we all recognize at some level that a government with unlimited power is a bad thing, right? John Dickinson was known as the penman of the American Revolution, and he warned us that allowing government to take even one step beyond its legitimate powers would end in disaster. He said, quote, all artful rulers who strive to extend their power beyond its just limits endeavor to give their attempts as much semblance of legality as possible. Those who succeed may venture to go a little further, for each new encroachment is strengthened by the former. Why? Because when you take that first step, no matter how small, you open the door for more. It's like playing with blocks, right? You may start with just one, but if you keep stacking them up, eventually you end up with this imposing power. Dickinson, citing Tacitus, observed, That which is now supported by examples growing old will become an example itself, and thus support fresh fresh usurpations. In other words, when you set that precedent, it never goes away and it becomes the foundation for more and more and more. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. You can't count on the fact that your guy is always going to have the power, right? Dickinson was right. The only way to stop the encroachment of power is to stop it at the very first step, not encourage it. When you start encouraging politicians to exercise more and more power, you're just expanding the risk to your own liberty. You're putting something into people's hands that they cannot be trusted with. You know, it's like the crazy guy down the street, you're not going to go hand him a gun, right? But that's exactly what you're doing when you hand a politician more power. Here's the bottom line. Trying to increase government power because your guy is in charge right now is just stupid. Because again, I can't emphasize this enough. There is no guarantee that your guy is going to be in charge tomorrow. In fact, he almost certainly won't be. You know, you would think people would learn. Like all of the Obama people, they loved Obama. I mentioned his pen and his phone. They loved it. Executive orders. Great. Awesome. And then Trump got elected and they all freaked out because it was, oh, a Nazi is in charge now. Oh my gosh, he has all this power. You gave him the power to start with. Don't do that. Don't give any of them power. Limit their power. Don't be tempted to use power your benefit today, because that same power is going to be turned against you tomorrow. So that's it for this episode of Thoughts from a Harry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please do me a favor, spread the word, share the episodes around, and uh, you're welcome to send me uh, any thoughts or ideas to michael.mahari at 10thamendmentcenter.com. And again, check out the Patreon page. Please support the show. That'll help keep it going. Thanks again. Talk to y'all next time.